Welcome to the Multidimensional Evolution Podcast. I am Kim McCall. The premise underpinning discussions on this podcast is that life extends beyond the physical dimension, that death is not the end of life, that we're all connected energetically with each other, both in the physical dimension and across dimensions, and that there is a purpose to our life that involves growth, healing and assistance to each other. I aim to have conversations to expand your consciousness, help you reconnect with your essential self, and live life as an integrated, multidimensional human being. But given the subject matter, a request. Don't believe in anything, including what is shared here. Experiment, have your own experiences, and always use discernment. The musical introduction to this episode is by Finnish fusion artist Axel Teslev, and this song is called Reincarnation. Welcome to episode 45. My guest today is Joanne Adler. Joe is a medium from my hometown in Adelaide, which means we could record this conversation sitting in the garden. She is a friend of a friend, and you won't find Joe spruiking her services on the internet, as her mediumship is just something she does on the side of a very demanding professional career. I find people who simply live their multidimensional connections to be in some ways more compelling than those who've built their careers around this aspect of their life. When someone just practices mediumship on the side, it certainly undermines the common cynical skeptical view that psychics are elaborate fraudsters. For Joe, like quite a few people I know, mediumistic experiences are simply a part of their everyday life. Our common friend had shared with me some of the remarkable cases Joe has been involved in. Due to her professional background, many of them involved managing troubling extra-physical consciousnesses on construction sites. Not your everyday mediumistic work. I really appreciated learning a bit about Joe's story, including her struggles of coming to terms with her multidimensional perceptions in childhood. How she manages to lead a normal life today, the ancestral nature of her psychic abilities, and some of the ways she has used her abilities to assist intra- and extra-physical people. If you are interested in mediumship, I encourage you to check out previous episodes, for example numbers 41, 36, 25, 14 and 5. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Joe. I have to backtrack a little bit mm. because you were starting to tell me, um, you know, how as a child you discovered your, well, you didn't realize you were psychic, but you kept seeing people in your room when you woke up and you started telling me about your granny. Yeah, you yeah. Know. So she, um, so my grandmother came out from England um, in the 10 pound pom. It's like my mother came out and her siblings at the same time. Um, and when, so when I noticed that, uh, you know, I was seeing different things when I was younger. My mother would always go, oh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, right? And just try and shut it all down, shut it off. And as I got older, I realised that, you know, my grandmother was um, was psychic, um, but she went in a very, uh, she changed down to a very Catholic spiritual path mm. um, and went that way and became really <laughs> obsessive over it. Um what does that mean? Like obsessive about doing oh, like as in having Jesus um, sort of or? oh uh, having going to church all the time, having a little altar at the home, um, having um, I mean, like, as my mum was growing up, they'd have like they'd go for confession, benediction, like all the different things. They'd have their evening prayers, all of that sort of stuff. And is this the same grandmother that was doing readings? That at, was my great grandmother that, that was doing oh, the readings. Was that your grandmother's mother? Yeah, my yeah. grandmother's mother. So right. my great grandmother. Um, so I found out in the working in the general store in in um, East End of London. So she would do all her readings out the back, um, and then my grandmother had said to me that she sort of knew what she was doing because you know everyone would come and it was all under the cloak of darkness. Right, no one would really talk about what was going on, but everybody would just wander in. But because she had the general store, it was kind of like oh well, there's always people coming and going and mm. all that sort of thing. And then. Um, so looking back, so my, my grandmother turned into her spirituality and in, in going into the whole Catholic 
spiritual stream and, and trying to search for answers and, and the faith and the trust and all that sort of thing. She embedded that in there. Mm. Um, my auntie, on the other hand, um, grew up going and uh, following um, Osho, living, uh, she became one of the sannyasins. The orange right. people lived in the ranch in Oregon. Um, basically, uh, was lived in with monks, Buddhist monks in um, Tibet. And, and, and so she went down, one's gone down the Catholic spiritual path, which she grew up in. Then she's turned to a whole other, like following her gurus around the world, so this is, your mother's, this is your mother's sister. Yeah, and yeah. my mother went, well, shutting this off, this is just crazy town. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got grown <laughs> up with, with this and now this and no. So when my mother started seeing it in me, her instinct was to go shut this down. Like, w- this is not happening. I'm not having I've, – I've gone through it here. I've gone through it here. I'm not having my daughter do this. So – Lots of various things went on in my life, sort of growing up and, and finding myself in situations that I just, what the hell am I doing here? Um, and, you know, and a lot of bullying and teasing because it was, I would just know things. So it wasn't until I got to about 18 that I really started questioning and who I was. So I started seeing a lot of psychics. I started going and, and really seeking and exploring. Um, I'm just trying to work out this part of me um, where does that fit? And so, and that's and so, when I, and so this part of you was, was sort of coming through in ways of like you would see things around. See things. I don't know, like see people, like see extra physical people or. And that would freak me out. Yeah. Um, I went off, I did lots of different workshops. Um, I did a, did a really good session with James Van Prague a few years ago. You know him, he's the one who yeah. did the ghost whisperer, okay. um, um, or sort of thing. And, I was I went on that seeking path, um, and and I learnt um, how to protect myself that I can't be switched on all the time because I was turning into a bit of a basket case, um, and that my energy kept getting um, they call it like you know the the vampire energy. They some people notice your good energy, so they're sucking it out of you. Yeah. Um, so you'd attract people that would kind of I would attract want to draw out your energy? The all sorts, <laughs> all sorts of people um, and would find myself in situations that, that were quite dangerous um, and, think, and then afterwards realise, oh, hang on, I was actually sent in there to help either diffuse that situation or speak to that person to talk them out of something or just, you know, just show some empathy. Mm. Um, so that, that went on for a while. And then... When you're um, quite young, we're talking about sort of... Yeah, it's in my 20s. 20s yeah, yeah and, and I did... So I, I, I was just... Um, like I said, I was just seeking. Seeking answers to like, why is this happening? Um, and then when I... And maybe just to... Because I think I know what you mean because I went through this period. But just to be clear, like when you say you went into turned into a bit of a basket case... Is it like your emotional, your own emotions are sort of constantly influenced by what's going on around you and like one minute you're feeling really ecstatic and another, yeah, the next moment you're really shaken up and you just want to hide in your room because it's all too much. Yeah, yeah, and and I would, um, and it's to this day, it still happens, um, if I ignore spirit, my keys will go missing, right, or... I can't find my purse. Where I know I exactly put it there mm. and it's gone. And then that's now, now for me, if my kids go missing, it's like, oh, okay, well, come on, all right. What is it that you want me to know? Because if I've switched myself off and they're trying to get through to me and that they get, some of them get really, really insistent, um, it's, I have to stop and go, oh, okay, this one's really serious. Um, mm. I would go out into, you know, in your 20s, you go to different clubs, that sort of thing. I'd be exhausted because... It would, I would just pick up everything and I would just find random people that I would just have to go up and talk to that I wouldn't understand why I'm talking to them. Um, it, was, it was just lots of things like that. And then uh, when I had my, um, uh, one of my kids, I ended up in a meditation group and with some really like-minded people um, and it just all started fitting together. And because I really started getting, and I'd always meditated, but hadn't gone into it in a really deep sense. Mm. Um, 
and it was like at that in my early 30s everything just went click 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 and all clicked into place and it became clear to me I can be that person but I can be this person as well so I can I can meld the two different parts of my life but I'm in control they're not in control of me I'm the one who's in control and I'm the one who sits the rules yeah. sets the boundaries and once i learned that and, and, and how did you do that is it just an inner posture is it just sort of going actually i'm in control is it that can, uh, that can sort I of is how switch? simple it is yeah i have a light switch <laughs> in my mind's eye i have a light switch where um i turn it on or i turn it off yep like right now i'm open for business my light switch is on yeah fit my light switch goes off and up there know that when that is off leave me alone yeah. I guess I'll get the one the random ones that will move my keys or that sort yeah. of thing and that's we're going go. switch on that light come on yeah yeah come on come on come on <laughs> we're waiting we're waiting <laughs> because sometimes I just get so exhausted as well that I just I need to just switch off and just live in my reality sometimes yeah um because you can get really caught up um so yeah, so and at that point is when my grandmother started um, talking to me and and said and and gave me the history of of the family yes. mm. and and all that and it just it started to make sense. It started to make a lot more sense. And the one thing that she said that I suppose has always stuck with me is that you are so fortunate to live in the time you live now. She said your great-grandmother, you know, your great-great-grandmother. We couldn't be who we were. We could not, you know... You've had to hide it in the back room of the corner store. It's always hidden under the, you know, under the, the cloak of darkness, or... going to this, going to that. It's, she said, we haven't been able to be our authentic self. She said, you can be that person. You know, there is... The society now is the point where most people are intrigued or they know something or that sort of thing. They may not openly say something... But no one's going to burn you at the stake. No. Even if they dismiss it, right, they're not going to... Yeah. And so she gave me... She basically empowered me then to go, you know what? I am who I am and I'm not going to hide it. I'm, you know, I'm, if, if somebody asks me about that, I'll, you know, I'll say. Um, so, yeah, so that's... A lot of people, like, know what I do, but it doesn't really... You know, I don't <laughs> wave the flag and yeah. advertise that sort of thing. Um, but I mean, how did you go? So then you started, you sort of accepting within yourself, okay, I'm connecting with extra physical people, I'm getting messages. Um, how did you go from that to sitting down with people and going, okay, I'm going to do a reading? So, or? well, it was, it was just really organic. Um, I was in this group and then um, I found that I was, I had a very strong angelic connection. Um, and and I would get that support and the warmth. Um, you know, I've Reiki and, and was doing healings and that sort of thing. And as I was doing some healings, I would get messages through. Um, so at the end of meditation, we'd just do a little bit of hands-on type work. And then, um, and then I would find people just were drawn to coming to me and just, and just asking me things and I'm just telling them <laughs> information. Um, and so I worked out what... I don't do tarot. Um, I do have cards, but... My skill set lies in the psychic medium. So uh, I connect with those that have passed. Um, but, and I can, the quickest way I connect is by psychometry. All right. So picking so up something. I will I'll hold give something. You my keys yeah, or something. Your keys, or... your phone, um, your watch, ring, that sort of thing. And that's how I read. Yeah. Um, and it's the quickest way for me to tune into that energy. And, and that, falls into that's that's me setting the boundaries when i hold that that's when i'm on as well so because what would happen is I'd, i could i would go out to restaurants that sort of thing and and then i'd be talking to someone and then all of a sudden their people start talking to my people and it's like oh my god i can't just say that to that random stranger that's embarrassing mm. um i mean one really crazy time was that a million things going on and I went into the Brumbies bakery and I walk in and I was sort of going um and going oh can I help you I said oh no no this gentleman he he was here before me he he can go first and the lady by the counter is looking at me like well 
what are you talking about? Like, there's, there's no one there. I'm like, no, 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 he's just... And then I just all of a sudden went, oh, my God, she can't see him. And that was like, oh, I must be really, really tired because right. my, my defences were down and, and whereas right. normally I... To live my life, I couldn't walk around and just see people. See everywhere. people like so that. So, is that how it is for you? Like, you you literally see. Sometimes you'll get this thing where you're literally seeing a person that looks like I'm sitting in front of you. There'd be someone else there, and it's kind it's of changed. In the it's changed you. over the years. So it used to be, um, but that's that's sort of part been part of my development yeah. and and being able to live my life is I've changed that. And that was my choice to do that. I'm going because it's it's just too exhausting. It could be really overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. It can be. It can freak people out, um, and it scares the bejesus out of me sometimes. Because you've been all of a sudden something's in your face. So um, after <laughs> it was after that particular one, I went, okay, look, you know what? Um, I you come to me, and I will see you in my mind's eye. I do not want to see you with my own actual physical eyes right in front of me. I cannot do that anymore. If you're going to talk to me, you'll come through. So I will see them, but I'll see them through my mind's eye. Right. It's So it's... But that's just how I've um, worked things Yeah. to sit well with me. So, yeah. yeah, so you're not walking, getting up in the middle of the night, walking around a corner and bumping and there's someone somebody in and, front of you, yeah. <laughs> Scream the house down type thing. So, yeah, but that's, you know, that that's... It's a journey, you know, and that all comes with time. Um, so when I say organic, so organically people coming to me and then I had a real issue with um, uh, charging people, you know, and then someone said to me, well, it's in its exchange of energy, hmm. you know, that, that's all just think of it all as energy and um, your time is, is valuable, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. So that was another hill and then it just sort of, and, and then I had a shop, um, I opened up with a few ladies and we were doing meditation groups. Um, I was doing readings. Like a kind of doing, a, like books and crystals and that kind of thing? Or you just doing... No, it was literally, we set it up like a living room. Right. <laughs> it was, we'd had a couple of different places and the last one we just set it up. So it was, um, oh, it was just, no, right. it, it's just a comfortable space for people to just come in. Um, and, and so when, when I do my readings, it's, it's, I sit in a chair, someone sit in a chair opposite me, we just have a bit of a chat. Yeah. You know, it's just a really comfortable because it can be confronting. And, um, and I find that it is very, and I, I've got different cards I use, but I don't really use, use them the because if I'm looking at someone and I'm looking really into your soul type of thing, that yeah. can be really confronting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, we, and when I'm saying the organics, so I've, I've gone through different ways that I read. Um, I've seen the best and worst in humanity. Um, murders of, of children abuse um, when you say you've seen that what do you mean you've seen that in people that I've in seen front it in people you, that, have, in... that have come in front of me carrying the trauma with them and then that trauma has become my trauma mm. because I've tapped into that um, I had one uh, client one day that was in such a terrible domestic violence situation um that she would have a conversation, she'd go away and then she'd come back again. And, and I said, I'm going to tell you right now what I see. What I see is me going to your funeral and me looking at you in your coffin. So you either leave now or the next time I see you, you'll be in a coffin. Um, and that was the one thing that clicked in her and went, okay, I'm going to leave. And she, and she did, right? And now... It, it, She's amazing and it's all good. But mm. so when I say like different information comes through, it was obviously at that particular time I had to tell her that because her people going, she needs to hear this now, right? So it's never what I think, it's yeah. what they tell me and, and, and I have to trust that what's coming through is at that right time for that client. Um, Another a really interesting one, and we're talking about sort of evidence and, and that yeah. sort of thing, was um, a client of mine. Um, she came came to me and, and said, "Look, you know, uh, my um, husband uh, is 
just been a really bad car accident. Um, he's in a coma. And she said, there's some really strange stuff going on. And as, um, and as, as I'm talking to her, um, I was communicating with him but he was in a coma. Mm-hmm. So from that point, I found that it didn't, they didn't necessarily have to be dead, but he was out of the body. Out right? of the body. Yep. Um, and that sort of started off a whole other chain. And what happened was that he then started telling me, um, <laughs> he's going, she can't come to the hospital at, at like that particular time, whatever, because it's, there's going to be a drama. I'm like, well, it's your wife. He goes, yeah, but she's not my only wife. <laughs> uh-huh. So it turned out that he had another family that was interstate and he would drive between the two. Um, and so, so you know, I had to, sort of, it was in that real quandary of going, she needs to, needs to know this. Do I tell her what she's telling? Um and I just, I'd said to her at the time, I said, okay, look, I, I'm communicating with him right now. It's telling me some things. Um, said there's something about, he, he basically said, uh, tell her to pick up the red jumper that's on the bedside table of mine and, um, and bring, it, bring it into the hospital. That will prove that I'm talking to you and then we'll work on the next steps to ease her into it because she's going to find this out right? and this is going to be traumatic. So I said, I said, oh, go home, get this red jumper. It's like by the bedside table. She's like, how do you know that? I'm like, well, because he's telling me this. <laughs> he goes, I just picked up the jumper that was, it was on the floor or something in a corner. I just picked that up and put that on the bedside. This morning thinking, oh, what am I going to do with all of these things or this or that? And I said, I oh, will bring that into hospital with you. And then that will, you know, it was just one of those things. It, it, but that was, it was actually something that was real. Yeah. Um, that he Very said specifically, specific. it's this red jumper and, and she was aware of it because she'd picked it up and she was the one that put it on that bedside. What um, I find really interesting about that is um, there is uh this documentary on Netflix about, I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's about life after death, mm. right? So have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. But so, so what I find interesting in this example is in that documentary, there is this guy who goes and visits lots of mediums and he's always got this thing. I want them to tell me a certain thing and that will be proof, right? That if they say that, use that word, that'll prove to me that. You know. But you're saying it's kind of the opposite. You've actually got the extra physical person saying, I want to give her proof, mm. so I'll do this, right? So I like that. Yep. That's a nice and that's, twist. to me, that's the people that go, I, give me evidence, give me proof, all that sort of thing. It's not me doing it, right? It's their people going, my stuff you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on this journey of self-discovery. We're not going to make this easy for you. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll find your answer when the time is right. And that's sort of like what I've learned with different skeptics and, and, and people wanting that evidence. It's not up to us, right? It's, it's, all, it's all up there. It's all, all the control because we don't know what our journey is, right? We, we, we have no idea what our, what our purpose and is. And that's and part that of it, right? That's that part is part of it. it, that self-discovery. And so my grandmother could have told me all this stuff, right, when I was young, but she didn't. Because she knew I had to go on a path of self-discovery to question things, to seek things out, to figure out who I was. And at the right time, she knew then she had to tell me that. But I wouldn't have gone on that journey and that path to get to where I am now if I'd been given the answers earlier. Mm. Yeah, so when I, I believe that when, when the time is right and... and, and the person who's seeking that answer, um, you'll get that when it's good and ready. There's evidence-based things all around, Um, but just because you demand it, that's not going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) But I've got, there's there's lots of various different things, you know, like, oh, you know, 
had friends phone me and go, um, hey, I've lost my glasses. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I will go in there. I think they're falling behind. You've been in there, blah, blah, blah. I'm there. Oh, awesome, sweet, thanks. Right? So, you know, so you're like the – I often I often go like, I wish I had a, a beeper and all my, you know, my keys, my glasses, my – that's you for your That's friend. me, right? Um, <laughs> but actually, they can do that for themselves, right? Because that's what I tend to do. I'm like, okay, I sit down. I'm like, okay, where is this thing? And then more often than not, I'm like, oh, it's slipped behind the drawer. So What's I tell people right, to, um, because this is what I do, I go, okay, angel of lost glasses. <laughs> Point me in the direction of where that could be. There's a saint. Surely there's a Catholic saint for lost glasses, Well, that's right? it. I think that's my Catholic upbringing. <laughs> yeah, right? And that's what it is. It's, it's like sort of going, you know, we, we're not... We're not here on this journey on our own, right? Yeah. So always ask for help. I ask for a car park if I'm running late, right? And there's one appears. There's, because everyone in spirit is just, they're sitting there, you know, universal law of free will. They're sitting there twiddling their thumbs until you ask for that help. And they go, right, excellent. Now we can help you out. But, um, yeah, that's so interesting. I was just thinking about that. I was, um, uh, do you know the movie Astral City? No. Okay, well... Uh, I was just rewatching that last night, and I, I, this this notion of asking for help was really strong in that, you know. And it's something it's we forget. Huge. I know I forget. Like I become very self self uh, yeah. determined and, and sort of independent, and go actually I could really do some help right now. <laughs> and, and it's it's so like you ask and you'll receive. Yeah. Right. If you truly believe that, you're like, oh, come on, like like when I when I know spirit's taking my keys, like, come on, all right. You've got my attention now. Um, and then I'll get a message on my head, go back and check your bag. They'll be in the zip pocket. Where I knew that they, I'd turn that bag upside down and took everything out. Yeah. I go there and, okay, all right, I'm going to go to work. We'll have a little chat later. <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's just that communication. Like, everybody can communicate with spirit, you know, whether it's your guides or your loved ones we're not alone um now you've often talked about you know your people speaking to my people for mm. example can you elaborate a bit on this like what do you um, make of yeah that? look it's it's um so we all have we all have guides um that uh and it's generally you know you talk about guardian angels that kind of thing but um so people that are there that is to help us through this so, well my experience life, right? is um you know, for instance, I can tell you right now, you've got three around you. There's one very strong in front. Um, he is like a, a, a Red Indian chief because he's got a big feather head, right? Um, that is, and he is at the moment giving you strength, right? Um, there's, a, there's a couple a little bit further back, but what happens is it changes, changes all the time. Different things that you're going through in life, you'll have a different guide enter, yeah. Um, to help you at that particular moment and guide you through that particular path. Mm. So we'll we'll have. Um, so there's no. My belief there there is no one particular person. So it's a combination um, between um, a spirit guide. Um, could be anything. It could be a, a goddess. It could be an angel. It could be a. It could be anything. Right. Um, it could be an animal. <laughs> but. Uh, and then you have loved ones in spirit and you don't have to have known that loved one or family member. You don't actually have to have physically known them um, because we're all connected you know, by a thread. So you're talking about ancestors now? Yeah. So for example, great, great grandparents, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is, and, and, and so. And what, then what, and what about loved ones from past lifetimes? So, you know, now we're very, very focused on, you know, children parents yeah. but of course three lifetimes ago we also had children and parents and loved ones and you know lovers. and that comes in and, and those yeah. people are still we're still connected with them right we're all connected um and that and that's when sometimes a reading may go into like a past life type thing because this particular one is going to hang in a second you're going through this right now because in this particular lifetime you experience that and this is your learning right now so if you acknowledge that right at this moment that's done you can move on and you'll, you'll be fine. Mm. So it's, and that's why it's, it's, that's why I kind of say my people, your people, because mine change as well, depending on, on what I'm going through. And, um, and it can be that, um, you know, you, your people are going, hang on, 
yeah, we know this lady. We're going to, we're going to put through to you. You're going to contact Joe, and then, um, then she's going to be free at this particular time on this particular day and it will work. And that's what I, um, and that's what I, I don't go out of my way anymore to make myself available just to suit that other person. It's a two way street. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, and if, and if I haven't returned a call or something like that, it's because you're busy, but then something will click into my brain and go, oh, hang on, do this. And sometimes that's because it's a trigger coming from someone else going, hang on, we need you to contact this person and get back to them because actually we need you right now. It's, it's, I don't yeah. know, sometimes it's, it's, it sounds normal in my head. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds pretty normal in my but, head too. There's sort of multi-levels to this managing yeah. your daily life here, right? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't just happen on this... But I've, I've learned that it's, you know, it, it's the universal time. It's not our time. It's when it's right in the universal time that everything will fall into place and everything will happen because it's supposed to have happened at that particular time. Yeah. You know? Even um, though sometimes it can be a pain, right, to have to wait for that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I am the world's most impatient person. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a journey. But... Um, I was just thinking, you, you're talking about, we were talking earlier about um, the interest in Aboriginals and, and that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and years ago, and, and so when I was, I was going, I, I get called into different building sites and, and clear different energy. So I not only um, do the, the readings and, and the medium readings and connect loved ones and pass on messages or, or, or some, most of the readings now are like a bit of guidance mm-hmm. and that sort of thing because... I don't need extra trauma in my life, so I want it to be about good stuff. Now. Like people going through life yeah, decisions. Like, yeah, and, and most 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 times, every, people know. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling you anything you don't already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's usually just a sort it, of confirmation. It's that validation. Right? Yeah, it's like it's already in your head. I'm just going. Yeah, what are you thinking about doing? Yeah, that's a really good thing to do. This one, yeah, not so much. Right. Mm. You can do that, but that may take you three years to get there. But if you take this little trickier path right now you're going to get there like that right sometimes it's that sort of stuff yeah um but my husband was working on this um on a building site and there were um it was at the adelaide entertainment center actually and there were lots of gas explosions mm. um all sorts of stuff like there was just crazy crazy stuff going on but and it was all underground every time they were digging for a pipe there'd be something else it, it was insane and he was coming going, oh, just, he goes can you do me a favor can you just like check this out right just see if there's something there because this is this is too weird um so i'm looking at i'm going oh hang on a second there's this there's like some sort of grid here so you're kind of looking at a diagram of the building at the time yeah i I just said i just give me a site plan and and just see don't tell me where all of this stuff's going on let me just see if i can i'm like okay yep there's something here there's something here and and as i was looking he goes he's going yep 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 and then so i went in and it spoke to the other um, site manager at the time, he's you know, like seven foot, like, <laughs> like really gruff. And, and I was saying to him, like, well, there's something here, there. And, and, and they're all like going, yeah, yeah, there is. Well, this is where that's happened. I said, I said well, and what happened was like, I started channeling um, some Aboriginal women's energy. And I'd really connected uh, with this Aboriginal lady and had told me that that whole area was uh, women's land mm. and you've got all these male workers digging up their land they're not they're not having a bar of it so um so they told me to go um <laughs> it was really straight and my husband he would say you like yeah it was it was a bit out there um I said to him and the guy, like, you've got to go and pick me some uh, eucalyptus leaves from the gum trees that are around there. Get me some of the dirt from the ground. Take some of the water from the river. Um, bring me those things. And, and I sat there and like, no, I had all that stuff. I sat there pretty much naked. In the building this, side? No, like, no, no. This was at home. I'd, I'd done it at oh, home. Okay. I got him to bring me all this stuff. And I just started and, and I can't just channeled this Aboriginal woman. And I'm sitting there naked with this like big mortar and pestle thing making up all this paste and and she was just really giving me all this information and saying you need to do this you need to do this you need to do that and then she says you need to go to and so i'm doing this and mike went to walk past and went the hell is she doing (laughs) um it's right now 
we need to go to thought and um, you need like Sonia Nicole because it has to be a woman to do it and she's gonna um, and you're all gonna she's gonna guide you and you're gonna put some on a cotton ball and we're going to put it all around different areas of the site and as you do it you guys are going to say that you respect the land that working on um, you're gonna ask for permission to do certain things um, just so that there's an understanding between you all bless them they did it they went around and, they, and there's so all these different workers in yeah, the, in the yeah, yeah yeah so they went around and they all went into this like paste mix and they had bits and all this and they're, they're talking away and all this sort of thing and it was so beautiful to watch um and i just I, and i just stood back and i just felt this peace and it's, it's the only way I could describe it, this like real like that. And then um, and they did that. And then from that moment on, that job was finished like that. Mm. There were no issues, nothing there. It was, um, it was really, really interesting. And from that point, um, a lot of the guys that were on that side, because then I'd moved, it had done something on the, the old knocking down Harris Scarf building. Oh, and, yeah. And there was all other issues there. So it was like, from there, it was like, oh, oh joke. Like, we're not I've, sure what you do. Because there was some haunt. Yeah, I, I think from the Adelaide Ghost Tour, I did that once. And they had a story about the old Harris Scarf building, I reckon. There was. Oh, yeah. The, the guys doing the demolition at night, there would be Coke cans flying through the air. Um, one particular guy was so freaked out and he wouldn't go back because he said he, he was going in part of the lift. And then these balls would just, one after the other, <laughs> roll past his feet. Um, yeah, that was, but what, when it was all, so I did some stuff there and when it was all demolished, we found that the cranes, um, because they had to be buried into the earth, mm. um, it was like tapping into some energy or something. So the electrics in the crane kept shorting. Right. Um, so I had to do a little bit thing there and then, um. So when you say you had to do a bit of thing there, what do you do? Oh, just a I, bit, of, bit of crystals. Um, okay. bit of selenite crystal. Um, just tapping in and just, um, I can't clearly define what it is because at that moment, I just channel that energy of, all right, right now I've got to do this, we're going to do that. That's what, <laughs> it's very vague yeah. um, because it's never the same. Um, and then we went around and they said, look, you know, we found a couple of wells and, and, and I I'd just picked up a bit of plaster from the floor. I'm like, okay, yep. I think there's a well here, a well here, a well here, a well here, and a well here, and over there there's some bones. <laughs> like, whoa! Um, so I'd, I'd picked um, three of the wells that they'd already found, and then they dug over where it said the other wells were, and they found those, so we could, you know, not interfere and change a few of the designs around, so there wouldn't be an issue. Um, and then about six months later, I get a, I'd randomly just walked in. It was a day I wasn't working. I'd, I'd randomly walked in and the guys are all in this huddle and, um, and they're going, oh, we're just about to call you. <laughs> What's going on? They said, we found the bones. Said, We've got them. Do you want to? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> we get them forensics and they're like, do you, do you need to do something with them? I'm like, No. Well, you need to stop the building side yeah, and yeah. call the police um, and all that so, stuff. So they said, oh, we just thought you might need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> this is how, like, accommodating, like, you know, it, it just becomes part of that yeah. strangeness. But um, but they were freaked out because it's because one of the guys had kept the bit of plaster that I had written on and he said, we found them in that spot. And I said, oh, look, I think it, it's nothing. I think it's like a goat, no sheep right something like that anyway it came back and they go oh you were wrong you were so wrong I'm like, oh really they go yeah it was a goat and a bullock <laughs> like, no, right. but yeah it's 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 just interesting how um you think some people are can be really closed and their eyes are just opened a little bit and then they're just open to this whole new world and this new way of seeing things yeah. and then well, they're they very, they're very tangible person. experiences i guess for them as well right? yeah like and then there's they facts speak to you're saying stuff and then there is they find something or yeah they do a certain thing and then accidents stop happening or and then it's very difficult to and and a lot of them find it very hard because they're very questioning um 
and, 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 and technical and that sort of thing. But you can't dispute the fact. Yeah. So, again, I think that's part of... Um, it's part of what I do is I just find myself in these random situations and it's kind of just spreading the word without actually waving a flag. Yeah. You know, you just go in and you just, well, you're doing pretty, pretty, um, visible work. If you're working with groups of people out on building sites and so on, I mean, a lot of people get to. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go off and they say this and, and then, you know, then everybody else and, and so it sounds like, like you were saying that often you don't remember, like if you're doing a session with someone, you'll just start providing information and then you don't actually retain it. No, I say, and that's, uh, in a reading I always say to start with, it's like, well, I, I prefer people not to talk <laughs> um, because I need to tune in to the energy and make sure I've got that channel. Yeah. Otherwise, it's my logic. Nobody wants my logic, right? So I've got to make sure that that's shut down. And the channel, and I have a little thing that I say to myself to. And where do you feel that you are? Do you feel yourself somewhere when this is happening? Oh no, I'm fully aware. You're fully aware. aware. I'm fully aware. Yeah. Um, it's just that I know, um, I know it's not my information, and so and uh, and I'm having as much as I would be having a conversation with you. I'm having conversations up here as well. So there's a whole raft of things going on. You know, they may show me a picture of something, and I'm like. Seriously, really, like, can you give me something a little bit more clearer than that? Right. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, How am I supposed to convey this picture? Yeah, that's right. And then I'll be chatting away one and then, like, one spirit's going up with this and then another one's coming in and then they're going, like, back off, back off. This is my time. So there's some <laughs> arguments going on and it can be pretty entertaining. Um, mm. But so I never know how reading's going to go because it's not it's not my plan. It's not my information. Um what does happen is, um, so sometimes people come up to me in the street, go, oh, hey, hey, you know, oh, you told me this, oh, that's happened. I'm like, I've got like, no idea. Um, some of us know that you, they need to be specific. So you told me this, and once we start having that conversation, I can tune in, and then that energetic flow starts and working. It'll sort of come back. But the, yeah. if I would... It's like you have to down, re-download it from an external hard drive sort of thing, right? It's not... It is. It's, when yeah. you're talking about the cloud, I've got a giant cloud up yeah. there. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting how it works. But I suppose for my life, if I retained all that information, I, I would be a basket case, right? And that's how I started because I was retaining information because I didn't know how to deal with that flow. Um, but it's say, like, you know, everyone... Everyone can receive messages from spirit. Everyone can receive messages from their guides. It's the, and it's not, you don't actually, it's not a voice out here saying, oh, Joe, you need to go and do this, da 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 da, mm. right? It's your own voice in your head. It's your own thoughts. It's just, it's not your thought, right? So it's another, it's another thought that pops in. Yeah. But you know, like, where did that come from? I wasn't. I wasn't thinking that. Like this is random things just popped in. That's the message. Mm. So I think once you learn to be open to that and go, okay, hang on, where did that come from? Hmm, I'm going to have to take a little moment and sit with that and see if there's anything more I need. Yeah. So I'm. I'm a big believer in everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Can do it. It's I, just I, I your agree. choice, you I, know. Yeah. And some. Of it, it does seem right. Some of us are definitely more sensitive than others. Like you woke up seeing extra physical people around as a child not everybody has that experience no. right um i've met people who were dedicated to exploring energy for example and psychic stuff but they never had the experience but they were trying to you know they're really keen to to do that and other people have the experiences and don't want them they want to shut them down they don't you know that's because they feel overwhelmed or my mother yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and that's the so, thing like everybody is um, and in you know, in, in my family and, and people, everybody has a different gift, different skill set, something that they really connect with and 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 do. And I suppose that was part of my journey is finding out what was me, and what um, what sat with me, and mm. what sits with me is is the the psychometry and tuning into people's energy and and that sort of stuff. Um, and and being a guide. 
earth side. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's that real synergy between guides up above and a guide down here, sort of all connecting and and making that triangle. You know that mm. that perfect union. Quite fascinating how it works, but that's why I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in in not um, right. I've got to do this now. It's everything's organic. It's just how how I first um, understood my gifts and how that's developed and where it is now is very different. You know, it's it's just been this whole path and journey, and what I may be doing in twenty years could be yeah. different again. I don't know, and and it's. Um, it's where I'm dropped in um, anywhere in my life into any situation at that given time. I have to now, I have to trust and I have to keep reminding myself, hang on, you, know, you were put in here for a reason. Just relax. It'll become clear later on. <laughs> Don't get so uptight about it. It's, um, yeah, because it's, it's like, again, those people talking to mine, making me go there. Yeah. Which is why we're sitting here having this conversation. Yeah. And, and what about people, um, so in Consensiology, that discipline that I'm sort of, you know, I guess use as a main reference point, one of the big things we talk about is uh, the influences of extra-physical people that are perhaps not positive. So people that are putting negative thoughts into your head or negative influences, that sort of thing. How do you, do you work with that? Does that come up for you? Okay, so I, I've also done a lot of um, crossing people over um, because, so I, if I'm having a conversation, you know, and we're talking about death or dying or that sort of stuff, um, if you see the white light coming to you, please, love God, go into that white light right? <laughs> because it makes my life so much easier. Um, so you can tell, and you can tell the difference. If people have uh, crossed, uh, and when we say cross, crossing over, it's you've you've gone into the light, you've gone to the other side, um, because the energy is a lot lighter. You've detached yourself from the physical dimension, right? Yeah. And in in quantum theology, the, the way that we talk about it is that people have um, not only le- left their physical body, but they've also left let go of the energetic body that was connecting them here. Yeah. And they go on. And, and some people go. do that, and some people don't do and that. And yeah. from for a while there, I seemed to be um, being psychic of everybody in Two Wells in Virginia who was Greek and Italian um, <laughs> because uh, you find in a lot of European families that uh, when people pass and they die, they, they don't want to go because oh, I, I need to look after my family. They're going to have arguments over the world. I've got this land, this land, this land. You know, I don't want to have this. You know, I've got to be here to help sort this out. That white light doesn't stay around forever. Mm. You know, you, you've only got a certain amount of time. And so what happens is, is that closes off from, you know, talking with different people over the other side, is that that closes off and you're energetically, you are kind of stuck here. Um, and the, and you, the way you can tell is when you have someone um, attached to you and, and it's that energy which is heavy it makes you really really tired lethargic depressed um it's just uh, as opposed to when someone has crossed they can come backwards and forwards right you, you, all over the place but it is a really light bright vibrant energy so you find a lot of the um uh, i suppose victims of murder um car accidents traumatic events um that is a lot of the lower energy yeah um and i have had many many experiences with that um and it some of it has just been quite frightening um that i now choose to not go there (laughs) um i know that that exists but i don't allow it into my sphere right. that makes sense so you had those experiences what through clients people would come to you or the, those those extra physical life. people would just come to just you just in life i'd go to a pub and yeah. i'd come home and be really erratic um like just really angry yeah. grumpy like just come on shut up my husband or you know, all this sort of thing and and 
and then you, you sort of go, whoa, hang on a second, this this isn't me. And I can see it in other people. I can mm. see when because I can. It, it's if you're aware of energy, um, you can pick it. You can pick it, and you can see it in other people. And it is, um, yeah. So and and it's a really it's a really strange one, a really strange one because it's it again it's where do you draw that line? Where do you go? You, you know, you can't go up to a random stranger and say, hey, look, you know, you've got some random spirit energies attached itself to you and so yeah. I think we need to move this on. Um, you can't do that. So what I would do in that situation is I just kind of um, uh, call in a white light to move that. So, so yeah, because I was going to ask you, how do you move that? Because I, I got the, you know, with some things, like you were saying, you talk to, say, with the Aboriginal ladies, you kind of, like, you're talking to them, um, you know, other cases, that seems to be the way. But in this case, if the people are really stuck, you probably can't really talk so the, to them, right? So Well, so the, one of the most um, interesting things I did with, with uh, was two friends of mine that we had the shop together, um, was at a, an old winery that was converted into a house um and they were having like all sorts of problems um so we went there and there were a number of people that had actually died um as a result of like workplace incidents in the um In in the old winery um so and actually that actually that one was probably one of the most weirdest experiences um and it took to clear though it took about six hours and some of them it, some of it's negotiating <laughs> um you can because you can call in a white light and and, and have a conversation you know what are you doing here and when you, know? you call in white light what do you mean I mean, really is that like you're you're evoking or seeking yeah, the assistance of like, like a tunnel of light okay and but there's people attached to that right that are involved yeah in so helping. whenever so those that I've spoken to over the other side, they always say that whenever they go through the white light, there is always someone there to greet them. Yeah. Right? Um, and the trick is is trying to make sure that <laughs> the island early on was that moving this one particular guy across was um, his, his wife was there. He's going, there's no bloody way I'm going to meet her. <laughs> so you know and, and what happened is we ended up like connecting him with his dog his dog came through and he went through because he wanted yeah. to be with his dog yeah. right so some of this this negotiating thing going this is going to be so much better for you you don't need to hang around this this place because you know you're really upsetting these people you know you like go through this other side it's going to be so much nicer for you mm. so it's it's really just having these conversations but if you saw me having these conversations you would think I'm a nut job because I'm I'm literally standing there like um, having this conversation in my head. It's not right. So I'm, you know, like, <laughs> it's really weird. But um, yeah, and this that one particular one, um, it's happened twice, and I did some research on it, and I'm not quite sure how it worked. But and it's really strange. Um, but I was talking to. Um, one of the ladies I was doing this clearing with in one part of the house, or was this house wire a huge thing? Um, and then apparently at the same time I was having a conversation with the other one. <laughs> and I was partly aware that I was, so I'd kind of split, right. split myself into two different spaces while, because I was so much um, into this other world that I kind of, my, my energy was split into two different areas. Mm. Um, that's happened twice. And that I found that is when I've spent way too long um, being connected to another world or, or between worlds. Yeah. So it's really a interesting, strange So you're talking to phenomenon. two extra-physical consciousnesses at the same yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, and that really piqued my interest and, and into the whole like energy and you mm. know, and how you know are we really real you know that kind of stuff um, so yeah it's another little random thing on the side yeah yeah well yeah I mean I think that question about what is what is when you say are we really real what is reality who are we it becomes 
the more you dive into that, the more unclear that yeah. becomes, really. Yeah, which is why I kind of really, I, I think about energy, like as everything is energy, you know, and, 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 and that's how we can communicate through all the different vibration levels. And, you know, and that, that's why, you know, most people, not most people, but a lot of people will, will die in their sleep, you know, between the hours of two and five, because they're the, the death hours, which mm. is more when our vibration levels, you know, if people, uh, that's why people will get dreams um, or premonition dreams and that sort of thing because your vibration is going a bit higher and the other one's coming a bit lower and, and you will you can connect more at that, that time. Um, I've always found that really fascinating. Mm. That there's well, I guess when we sleep, right, we, we leave the physical body um, yeah. Whether we remember whether it or not, or whether we go astral traveling or whatever, or yeah. just float around in our room. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But mm. it's there's something really interesting about those those hours uh, when we get into that certain level of sleep. That um, you think, well, okay, well, I've had a number of premonition dreams and, and things like that, and um, that have happened, and that were a warning. There was one friend going up in Queensland. And I, um, and I wake up in the morning and I said, hey, um, I had this really strange dream and I saw you on a boat um, and it went into like a pool nearby. There was a turtle. It, it just described this, but I saw it like going through a windscreen. It was really rainy, the windscreen wipers. Anyway, um, ended up about two days later, which was up in the Gold Coast. They ended up on a boat um, and uh, hit a sandbar. And just as they were out on the boat, there was a couple of things that I told her about my dream and she just, it clicked into her head and she grabbed her kids and went downstairs. And as she got downstairs at that moment, the boat hit this sandbar um, and this water all came over. Over Her husband head went into the windscreen. Um, So it was all, it picked up all these things that I'd seen. And she said, if I hadn't got the boys down at that particular moment below deck, we would have all been like, flung off everywhere mm. um so there's there's those kind of things as well yeah <laughs> yeah it's all very random yeah well i guess it's yeah, when you're open like that right then things come in all different ways information communications yeah yeah, yeah that's it it's, it's i suppose my um the two tv shows that i really loved that i found that were just so like real was the ghost whisperer that James Van Praag did where she basically crosses over, spends her okay. life like crossing over people. Is that, a, is that a, like a drama or is it a documentary? It was a TV show. Right. Um, I think it had Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. Was the, and she ran an antique shop, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that, I love that show because it was, it was kind of like, my God, this is like, this is actually <laughs> what, what goes on. Like yeah. it, it was, and because... And I think because, um, like, uh, JBP had, had, was the producer of the show, like, you kind of knew that that was, you know, that was how everything worked for him, mm. um, which is why I had done some work with him. Um, and Medium with, um, is it Patricia Arquette or one of the, the blonde lady? Yeah. The Alison Dubois. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah, they were the two TV shows that, for me, always made me feel better. Yeah, it kind of made your world yeah, see like, normal. Yeah, oh, this is like, this is really interesting because it, that is kind of what does happen. And it always made me feel better because it's like, oh, I'm not a complete freak. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's random things and you think, really? Like... Well, it's interesting. It's just, it makes me think, like, we talk about representation matters on TV, right? Like, like... A lot of people of colour often don't see people that look like them on TV. Um, people with disabilities, same thing. People that are mediums, same thing, right? You don't normally see that happening. So no, yeah. and it's um, and it's and I think that um, and when you've met, I mean, I've 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 come across all different types of spiritual people. Some I've been inspired by. Some. I've learned that I never want to do what they do or and others I've just um, been disappointed by. And I mean, there is scope for manipulation, right? I think that's one of the issues with uh, 
this whole space of connecting with extra physical information is that um, you can make it up. People do, and I think there are people there that that manipulate, and you know maybe they're not making all of it up, but they're kind of adding their own spin or. Oh yeah, using and it look, to... I've uh, I, there's and there's a strange, strange bit of like jealousy in the spiritual, like in sometimes as well. It's like when you think like, well, everybody has different gifts, and you know you're not taking that away from that person. Um, like you know the big psychic fairs and that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I I can't go near them. One because it's just way too much. It's very in busy. One, it's very way busy. too much in one space. Yeah. Two, um, I I don't know how. I suppose try not to be disrespectful, but I don't know how much accuracy or good information you can give in ten minutes. Mm. Um, because you know it, some of it's a journey, and and I had had one once because I wanted to go check it out um, <laughs> and, and I, I remember she pulled these cards and she starts like saying something and she goes oh so what are you she was asking me all the questions and, and I'm sitting there going well you know she's trying to explain what this card and that card I'm looking at going well quite clearly that's not that and quite clearly that's not that oh yeah 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 um, so that's this I'm thinking oh my god it's like you've got this little book of those cards underneath right. and you're like reading the actual literal description it was just I'm thinking oh my god so yeah it's, it's there's yeah. different um, there's a lot of different people out there yeah. and that's why I always think you've got to go with your own energetic vibe and if you get the good feeling uh, and you're comfortable with that person um, because you're letting someone in your space and that's your space is a really sacred thing so you have to be really careful who you let in yeah even just to do a reading in a you know at a psychic fair at a psychic fair that sort of thing you're still opening yourself up yeah yeah and potentially vulnerable because you're wanting guidance or something right and they can tell you stuff that's like you always really have to go back to your own yeah and so you think about it you've got all these people in one place that are looking for guidance with all of their people (laughs) in this one place that is that is just a recipe for like whoa <laughs> miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can if you were all like sitting in rows, how do you know that you're actually tapping into that one yeah. and not that one over the other side, or or this one's just flown in to go? Oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah, really, really interesting. Yeah. I'm taking this knocking to mean that maybe it's time yeah, it's to wrap time. up yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the recording. <laughs> but um, do you see Cly- Like, do you are you interested in in Spruiking your your services? Oh, or? Look, I um, I don't advertise. I'm totally word of mouth. Yeah. Um, so it's it's more about, um, like I said, if people are drawn to me or they go and say, hey, you know, um, I I go with what is ever needed. So I don't necessarily spruik it. Yeah. Um, it's more. So on the podcast for people hearing, do you want to? I don't. Know, you don't have a web, website or anything like that. No, I don't have anything like that. They can, if they're keen to speak to you, if they, they can, can, they can they email can me and then email I'll, I'll you, let you and know. then they can. Yeah, you can pass it through. Yeah, yeah, it's more like that. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, because you know, it's everybody needs something different, and, and I may not be the right person for what they want, and you know, everybody yeah. has different things. But if yeah, if somebody is really drawn and and isn't going, oh yeah really wanted that yeah that's meant to be yeah yeah Mm. sounds good thank you I really hope you got some value out of today's episode if you did why not leave a positive review on iTunes and share it on social media to help others find it the tune seeing us out is another one from Axel Tesliff this one is called Akasha You can find more information about today's guest on my website, multidimensionalevolution.com, including any links to their work and their contact details. On my website, you'll also find my blog and information and reviews about my book, Multidimensional Evolution, which you can purchase in any good bookstore if you want to show your love for this show and get practical info for your own exploration of consciousness. Finally, please get in touch, whether it is to ask questions, 
share experiences, or suggest guests and topics. I always love hearing from people, as I believe it is through sharing with each other that we can all grow together. Until then, or until you tune in again, I am sending you my very best energies. Thank you.